Hey, and welcome to the Kid Therapist Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Lauren. We are two licensed mental health therapists practicing in Maryland who love helping kids and families to manage and overcome their mental health struggles. Our goal of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and provide some insight into what could be going on with your kids. Here we go. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the older kiddos and the tweens, the teenagers, and how they might be impacted by everything that's going on right now. So clearly this age group is very connected to peers, friendships, relationships. That is naturally their world right now. So I have some helpful tips that you know can be helpful even when we're not in a global state of emergency. Um, but the timeliness is very fitting right now. So let's get into it. How to help your kids stay connected to friends. So welcome back to a new episode of the Kid Therapist Podcast. Allie here uh, coming to you today to talk about friendships and how your kids definitely are probably feeling disappointed, frustrated, confused, uh, a lot of feelings right now going on just in the whole world. Uh, this is you know, definitely a direction that we did not expect to go this season for the podcast, you know, being in quarantine, doing telehealth sessions, you know, really being disconnected, at least physically from, from a lot of people in our lives. So in one way, it kind of works out that Lauren and I had originally planned to do this podcast mainly separately from each other this season. Um, because in reality, we wouldn't be able to do this together at this time anyway. So um, I hope you guys were able to listen last week. Lauren had some really great tips about how to play with your kids during this time, um, especially the little ones. I know that uh, playing with smaller kiddos can definitely be, you know, a little draining, a little hard at times. So uh, definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet uh, for some tips about how to do that. So, um, so yeah, our schedules are kind of crazy right now or really non-existent, uh, which is okay. So the biggest thing right now is staying connected to your kids, you know, obviously keeping them safe and healthy, even when things feel very uncertain or scary right now in reality. So I thought that this episode could be really helpful just to, you know, help your kids find a way to stay connected to their peers, their friendships, because when we get down to it, that's really what they're upset about right now is not seeing their friends. Uh, I had a lot of kids that I've talked to in the past week or so that have been really happy about <laughs> not being in school. Um, ultimately, that was the initial reaction, right? And and then once they realized, oh, all this stuff is getting canceled or postponed or I don't get to spend time with my friends. Like, we don't know how long this is going to last. You know, it, it gives it a different feeling to it. Um, so so let's get into it. Um, I definitely want to make this a, a fairly quick episode today. Just kind of really dive into the tips of how you can help your kids, you know, when they're feeling disconnected to their friends right now. So, So for the younger kids. So I'm thinking, you know, elementary school age really anywhere between probably like six and 11, you know, this, these might be some, some really good ideas for them. 
So one way you can help them stay connected is mailing a letter to a friend. Um, if you're not able to mail it, like you don't have stamps or, you know, for whatever reason, um, maybe you can even drive over and drop off the letter in the mailbox. Um, maybe even throw in a little, you know, a little item, a little snack, you know, something just to show them that you're, you're thinking about them. Uh, another idea could be if you have a neighborhood where, you know, there's a lot of kids or you guys are like pretty well connected, at least to the neighbors, and they don't even have to be younger neighbors. They could be older, um, but maybe call each neighbor or text them or say, you know, hey, you know, do you have any items like this? Like, do you have a teddy bear or, you know, do you have a Yeti cup or do you have, I don't know, a broom? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> literally looking around things in my room. Um like my office right now. Um, <laughs> so maybe just look around and find some just random household objects and say, hey, put this in your window or like kind of secretly hide it in your window um, or, you know, in, in the the door, inside the door and go on a walk with your family and have like a little scavenger hunt list and see how many of the things your kids can find when you go on a walk or a bike ride and, you know, try to spot all these items. Another tip I have is arranging small meetups in the community. So if you have a local park or even like an empty parking lot, like schools, colleges, gyms, you know, all of those parking lots are basically empty right now, or they should be. Um, so maybe get some sidewalk chalk and do a little obstacle course that has you know, jumps and skips and leaps and runs and, you know, all kinds of ways to not only keep your kids active and moving, but they're connecting also with their friends. So, you know, maybe they'll have a race to see who can get through the course quicker or, um, or just do a good old fashioned like bicycle race or, you know, a run race or something where they're kind of, you know, having fun and competing against each other. And, you know, just remember to, to limit the person-to-person -person contact. Bring hand sanitizer, you know, limit to less than 10 people. You know, we don't want, really want them doing any kind of um, activities where they're touching or getting close. Uh, so this could be actually a really great opportunity to do, like, a catching game or a passing game, um, especially with some kind of item that uses a net. So I'm thinking lacrosse stick or soccer you know doing something like that so you can really ensure that the kids are staying at least six feet apart because that's really not natural for them um, kids don't always think about that kind of perception especially now with everything that's going on you know that's kind of in the back of their mind so it'll be more natural if they're passing an object um, for them to want to be standing further back um, also uh, this is kind of shifting gears a little bit, but another tip is the Big Life Journal. Um, if you're not familiar with it, love all of their kits and activities and games, and um, they even have a podcast. So, you know, they have lots of great things from Big Life Journal, um, and they actually came out with um, some new, like, indoor activities or, you know, ways that you can help your kids stay entertained and connected during this time. Okay. So let's move on to tweens and teens. So I really feel for this age group, um, you know, this is definitely a time to be a little bit more relaxed with their screen time, 
you know, not worry too much about that because um, teens are going to be on social media more than ever. You know, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, they're all really big right now. Um, so maybe encourage them to do something more than just scrolling. So, you know, do a dance challenge with their friends. I've seen a lot of people do like a push-up challenge or post a picture of your pet and then pass it along by tagging other people to participate. So, um, so tagging, you know, doing things like that helps people to stay connected. Um, they actually get a, you know, a little dose of dopamine when they see those notifications go off, which I'm not saying is necessarily super healthy, <laughs> but right now, you know, if they're getting that dopamine, let's find it anywhere we can. Um, so, you know, any way that they can show that they're still, um, you know, staying connected to their peers, uh, through different challenges or, or different things like that, you know, can, can be really helpful. Um, you know, and kids are really creative with this kind of stuff. Like if, you watch TikTok. I, you know, currently don't have TikTok. Maybe I should get it because, <laughs> you know, clearly it's it's the big thing right now. Um, but teens are kind of creative with a lot of this stuff. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Um, and not just teens, but, you know, adults. I, I've seen some other people who really come up with some great ideas. So I actually had one that I found. Um, his name on his handle is Paramind. Um, and he has, uh, looks like 48,000 followers. Um, so yeah, listen to the song that he made about, uh, kind of, you know, the pandemic that's going on. Is this a sore throat? Is this just allergies? Caught in a lockdown? No escape from reality. Don't touch your eyes, just hand sanitize quickly. I'm just a poor boy, no job security. It's easy spread, even though wash your hands, lay it low. I look out the window, curve doesn't look flatter to me. So yeah, I thought that was a cool little uh, Bohemian Rhapsody rendition about coronavirus. Um, so yeah, just check it out. I mean, I'm sure your teens have probably already found this and other things like, you know, there's like a hand washing challenge or video or something, you know, so encourage them to maybe come up and be creative with their own challenge or at least participate in some of these challenges so that they can uh, stay connected to their friends. Now, what might be a little challenging, you know, kind of getting into my next couple tips here is if your teen doesn't have social media right now, which, you know what, kudos to you, you know, really, like, if you are not letting your kid have social media right now, that is amazing, um, especially if they're in middle school. I mean, that's still pretty young, um, but maybe encourage other ways for them to stay connected. So if they have, if you have FaceTime, either on your phone or their phone, they can still FaceTime, text, maybe a good old-fashioned phone conversation uh, to stay connected with friends. Um, and they can also send letters or emails, things like that. Obviously, would be slower, you know, 
teens like that immediate response, immediate connection. So that may not give as much of the same novelty or excitement as it would little kids. Um, but still, you know, still some ideas. Um, another idea I had was maybe making some kind of message, whether it's a text message or an email or, you know, something like that where they only use emojis and do it as some kind of like secret code that they have to decipher, you know, some kind of game that way um, and see if the friend can crack the code or figure it out. So that could be something, something fun. Um, And, you know, maybe encourage them to just, you know, try a new hobby, Um, you know, create their own cooking show or, other kind of how-to videos that they could share with family and friends and, you know, see what their people think about it. Um, Maybe try a new art activity or um, they could review like a new movie or TV show that's come out. Um, Hello, Frozen 2. Everybody's watching that right now. (laughs) Um, You know, just see what their friends think about it. Maybe they can do a little kind of like almost like a book club, but like a movie club kind of thing. So ultimately, you know, being away from friends, extended family, having all these social activities be canceled, it's really hard on teens and kids. So, you know, definitely empathize with what they're going through and, um, you know, help them stay connected in, in the ways that you think is best for them. So if that means FaceTime or Skype, playdates, you know, then do that. Or if that just means spending more family time together, like taking a hike or riding bikes, um, you know, do whatever you can, but, you know, obviously be safe. You know, all the the rules, wash your hands, like stuff like that. So, um, but you know, ultimately they're going to be a little disappointed. So there's nothing we can change about that right now. Just validate their feelings, you know, empathize with how hard it must be to be so disconnected from friends right now. And, you know, just understand and be flexible with the phone usage because it's such a big way for them to be connected right now. Um, You know, still set limits and, you know, for when they can use it, how long they can use it. But just understand, you know, there need to be a little bit of flexibility at this time. Um, Running out of breath here. I don't have coronavirus. (laughs) Just pregnant. Um, You know, uh, you know, kind of the last tip here, just encourage some alone time for them to take for themselves at this time. Maybe that means they start a journal or a time capsule or, you know, just some way to remember this in 10, 20 years. You know, what did you do during the coronavirus pandemic? You know, something that can really, you know, solidify that memory in their mind. Like I remember, you know, I was talking to a teen the other day and I said, you know, this is like your generation's 9-11. You know, for me, For 9-11, I was a freshman in high school. I remember pretty much every detail about that day. And that was, oh gosh, wow, that was like next year, 20 years ago. Um, So it's it's one of those things where this is a big thing for their generation. So, you know, how is your family ultimately going to create whatever memories you can just to kind of you know, make the most out of a really, really, really bad and scary situation. So encourage them to be creative. You know, that might mean you guys as parents, caregivers might to be a little creative and just kind of, you know, embrace the uncertainty and the flexibility that's really needed during this time. So thanks for listening. Um, I hope everybody stays healthy, stays safe, and uh, we'll be back again, hopefully every week for some, some new tips and ideas Uh, to help you guys during this time.